The Gospel reading this morning is very familiar to all of us, and yet John's Gospel is the only Gospel in which Nicodemus and his secret meeting with Jesus appears. We don't actually know very much about Nicodemus, other than he was a ruling member of the Pharisees, a group that violently opposed Jesus. What we do know is that two other references to Nicodemus indicate that Jesus must have had a strong effect on him because he stood up for Jesus at his first meeting with the Sanhedrin and really asked questions that might help him. He also helped prepare Jesus' body for burial. Nicodemus comes to Jesus secretly at night because he likely risked danger by meeting with Jesus, not least to his own position as a leader in the Jewish ruling establishment. Like any typical scholar, Nicodemus begins the conversation with a statement based on evidence. Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could do the things Jesus had been doing otherwise. There have been some pretty convincing signs that God is with him. And of course, we do remember that John is the gospel, which really does concentrate and give signs, signposts to God and Jesus as the Son of God. This was one of John's main intentions. But Nicodemus's perception is partial and it's not complete. And maybe Jesus can't entrust himself to Nicodemus because he has come in the middle of the night, because he is not a follower of Jesus and lacks the courage to even be seen with him, we will never really know. So Jesus' response to the opening statement by Nicodemus is pretty direct and cuts straight to the heart of the matter. Jesus tells him that unless he allows God to change his whole way of being in the world, he will not be able to see God at work. For no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Jesus tells him. Of course, new birth has only one route for Nicodemus, and he is quite quick to point this out. How can it be? How can he, a grown man of his age, go through his mother's womb again? Nicodemus is a Pharisee through and through, by tradition and by his whole life so far. How can he break away from all that he knows and has experienced and begin again. It would be as hard as entering his mother's womb a second time. Jesus goes on to explain that by water and the spirit, God gives people rebirth into the kingdom of God. And by this rebirth, people are shaped and sustained by God through his Holy Spirit. There can be no doubt in the mind of Nicodemus what is meant by being born of water. The baptism of John was an institution known to all. His mission had been clear. People could put their old lives behind them and start again, this being signified with baptism in the River Jordan. And the implication by Jesus is clear. You must do what my disciples have done. First, openly seek John's baptism 
and then openly join us, a group of people among whom the power of new birth and new life is moving. Rebirth into God's kingdom comes not by knowledge or doctrine, but by faith. If religious training was enough, Nicodemus, as one of Israel's teachers, should have all that he needs. But you understand nothing, Jesus tells him. Nicodemus, of course, is baffled at being unable to enter into new life through his intellect. Because he thought, like other Jews, that by obeying the laws, he would be accepted by God. I wonder what Nicodemus was thinking when he walked home that night. Jesus doesn't tell us. Yet according to the passage read to us from John this morning, Nicodemus was the first human being on earth ever to hear what has become the most famous Bible verse in the world, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This was the great 20th century evangelist Billy Graham's favourite verse. And maybe down through the centuries people have been moved closer to God by it. But if anything like that happened to Nicodemus, we are not told. He simply disappears from the story after this and only reappears at the burial of Jesus. So what was Nicodemus thinking as he shuffled home through the darkened streets of pre-dawn Jerusalem? Did he realise that Jesus was referring to himself through all that talk about God's Son? Did he have a clue that Jesus was pointing forward to the sacrificial death he would endure on the cross? Like the serpent that Moses lifted up in the wilderness, Jesus will be lifted up. For as well as the serpent representing the chaos of the underworld in Old Testament times, it represented something else very strongly. Fertility, life, healing and rebirth. Here, as everywhere else in John, lifted up refers to the crucifixion, resurrection and ascension of Jesus, all with two words, he will be lifted up. And what stood out for me in this passage as never before is that here Jesus refers to all three persons of the Trinity. God is the one who loves the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that we won't perish. God sends his son into the world not to condemn us, but to rescue us and restore us. Jesus is both the only Son of God and the human one, the Son of Man. What we do know is that Nicodemus went home a saved man. And if his later appearance at the burial of Jesus indicates that, he has come to love Jesus and it was not because he had managed to figure it out on his own. Because if anything, Jesus makes it clear in these verses. It is definitely the idea that salvation is not about what we know, 
It's not about what we do or what we manage to accomplish in our own lives. The real spiritual birth Jesus talks about requires far more effort on God's part with us. Why? Because we have to come to that place with the Holy Spirit leading us, where we see the world in that upside-down way that Jesus speaks about when he talks about his kingdom. Humanity and kindness are far more valuable than our pride and brash efforts to promote ourselves. The first shall come last. The disciples would not have a special place. That the meek and lowly are of far more value than the lofty or those seeking fame. And could we have ever imagined with our limited human insight and logic that when God comes to save the world, he did so by depositing a humbly born baby into an animal feeding trough out on what might be called today the edge of nowhere in this world. And if this was not startling enough, the paradox alluded to in this passage that salvation will come by the very thing that probably scares us most in this world, death. Only after the crucifixion does Nicodemus take an open and quite risky step forward in an act that signals maybe his change of heart or the heart that is changing and the beginning of his transformation. Though it is clear that he doesn't yet understand who Jesus is. It has been said we cannot determine who Jesus is, but who we are must be determined by who Jesus is. Any first step towards change is a risky thing. We've heard that in the reading from Abraham this morning. Can you imagine if Abraham had decided to stay at home? Where would we be? I'm sure God would have had another plan, but where would we be in terms of Jesus? Because Jesus is approximately the 42nd generation down from Abraham as his ancestor. And God told Abraham that he would bless the world through him. But transformation for each of us, whether it be small or large, can be a wonderful thing. It is a very gift from God. Jesus is maybe challenging Nicodemus as a teacher of Israel, but as well, he is challenging us today to move from theory to practice, from knowledge to faith. They say that the longest journey in the world is from here, your brain, to your heart. From curiosity to commitment, to enable all to seek and know the nature and character of God by entering the kingdom of God. I like to think that maybe on his way home, old Nicodemus did grasp some of this puzzle. But I know that if he did, it wasn't because he was so smart as one of Israel's teachers. It was because he had been born again from above by the Holy Spirit and was enabled to openly take myrrh and aloes for Jesus' burial. This time 
not minding the risks. Amen. Hmm. I do apologise.